0: Cord. We'll see. It went. It just took a second. <coughs> it, didn't,
1: it didn't want to. It didn't like Smoke's it. not COVID. Smoke not COVID.
2: Smoke's not COVID. Okay. Anytime I cough like extreme, I always throw out that disclaimer.
1: That makes sense. Thanks for letting everyone know. Welcome to Excitement Incorporated. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. This is a nerd-oriented podcast, just another one like the rest of them on the internet, except we're funny, and we have a topical show called When Daniel Met Rich where we tried to talk about Star Wars and Marvel and um, public nudity, and they just were like, listen— those One of those things doesn't fit with the others, so we split it into two. This is Excitement Inc., where we're going to talk about the next console generation. Specifically, sometimes we talk about movies and TV, but that's not important. If you feel like you need to share your opinion, then you go on the social medias. You find us, Excitement Inc., on Facebook, on the Twitter, and on the Insta. You can share us your Legos. You can share us your new setups. You can share us your new posters. You can show us your man caves. You can show us your den of bricks or your bread of dicks, depending on if you're more Team Daniel or Team Rich, but I digress. Rich, yeah. Welcome, yeah. welcome to our show, two-hour show. Why, thank you. Thank you for having me. That's like if you walked into your own house and I said, welcome. Yes. Rich. Kind of. Please come in. <laughs> 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 but, come in,
2: kick your feet up, <clears throat> have some fun.
1: Yeah, but there's been so much video game news, and there was, there was man, they held out on these prices and release dates.
2: Yeah, they did. So
1: long. I think it's because they have a... What?
2: I've been, like, just stalking them. Like, when are we getting news? When are we getting news? When are we getting news? Mm -hmm, When are we getting mm -hmm. news? Oh, we got news.
1: Well, I mean, I think one of the craziest things what a lot of people don't realize is, like, oh, they're holding out. Oh, they're holding out. But honestly, like, we have a whole new economy to navigate with the pandemic, you know? Um, Yeah. A whole new world economy. So uh, some people... Are kind of like, oh, eh, well, where is it? Are you gonna be able to afford it? And that's what PS Five wants to know. That's what Sony wants to know. That's what Microsoft wants to know. And, um, but here we are in this post-post uh, announcement time, and well, frankly, now the Senate can take this into account and say we need an additional three hundred, five hundred dollars for the stimulus so the kids can get the next-gen consoles. See, solved, perfect. There we go. We need a video gamer in Senate. I think
2: we need someone under fifty in the Senate. <laughs>
1: hey, you're not wrong. So, uh, that's a one Daniel met Rich topic, though. Um, yeah, it is. It's, uh, but uh, yeah. still, Rich is not wrong. Um, welcome to one Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk consoles. Okay, we gotta we gotta dive in because we have a lot to talk about. Xbox Series X was the first to be leaked. I meant announced uh in terms of what it is the capability of it and um to just how uh, how it's going to operate kind of we saw the gigantic box that it is we saw that it's going to be the same exact controller um i think it goes without saying we're going to end up buying both of these eventually
2: right rich Oh absolutely yeah yeah the question is which one do i buy first yes largely. if i can't get them both at release which one do i pick <laughs> first
1: yeah I think it's gonna be a lot easier to talk about the consoles as as they relate to um each other. I think at the end of the day, um, Series X is more powerful than p s five. uh, ultimately, but that's just because of the literal oomph they just fisted right up its butt. They just gave that thing like in all honesty, it's a little like. It almost seems like overkill, but they also have the most powerful, like, if people are looking for power, they know where to go. Yep. And that's kind of the important thing. Um, I think Xbox Series X should um, Series X should uh, be able to, let me go to the website here. Xbox Series X, I think, has ray tracing. You know what ray tracing is, Rich? I don't. Ray tracing. I do okay, not yeah, it know. Totally does. Okay, so like, uh, uh, ray tracing is a really, really big deal because it essentially can. Mm, ray tracing gives you a better process that allows them to light better. So, um, there's actually a really good comparison you can find online of uh the initial announcement of the new Ratchet and Clank gang game on PS5. And then the uh um the newer one that they had at the was it Gamescom or Game Awards? I forget. Um, but they they had a longer gameplay demo. And when they when they kept working on it and they added ray tracing to it, you could see the reflection of the neon lights in the puddles on the floor. Oh no. So the sheer amount of detail that goes into this, it's getting to a point where it looks real as day. And <clears throat> um I'm not sure if I said it. Both of the consoles have ray tracing, and I'm not sure if I said this um, before about gaming, but like, I had a hard time leaving The Last of Us Part Two and going to a different game because of the realism in The Last of Us Part II. Um, So it makes me feel like by the end of this console generation, we might have a hard time telling uh, the difference between live-action gameplay and computer-generated gameplay. Thanks. I really feel that way. I really feel that way. So... Um, but ray tracing is kind of like one of the larger—I think that's really the core of the of the visual upgrades that these things have. Um, the next thing between both consoles is the solid-state drive. Does the Death Star laptop have a solid-state on it, Dino?
2: I believe so. I'm not 100%. Because
1: it just boots up instantly, right? Right. Yeah, then it does. Um, yeah. Solid-states are basically the new norm just because— um, yeah. It just boots everything up so fast, and you can switch between games super fast. The only hindrance of a a, a solid-state drive is the space on it, because they do not have a ton of space on them by normal um, standards. And if they do have a lot of space on them, (laughs) then they're expensive. Right. Long story short. um, Yeah. These are the biggest things that stand out to me in terms of, like, why do an upgrade? you know, what are we leaning towards
0: and what are we looking for?
2: Yeah, I I just enjoy the aesthetic of the new one because finally the Xbox will be a box. <laughs> They've been calling themselves an Xbox for a long time. Now they're finally going to be a freaking box. True. True, they will finally be a box.
1: As it should be, as it always has been supposed to be. Yes. So th- that being said, um in terms of pricing and the way all of these touch on each other, you already own both. I already own both. Um let's talk more about Xbox Series X. Their um primary offerings as far as games are concerned is and um I'm going to give some controversial opinions here. Okay. Um Halo Infinite, which has been delayed to 2021 because the game is clearly not where it needs to be um and did you see did you see what was going on with that I did not so that the new Halo gameplay um has a, has a free, free freeze frame meme that is going around that has um a brute that looks like he came straight off of Xbox 360 <sighs> and this was the gameplay demo also had pop ins from graphics which means that it wasn't um they said it was captured from a PC and not on the console on the powered up console but it's kind of clear that they weren't ready and that this game is not right. ready um and they were they were talking about having it um at release with the Xbox and now it's not which scares me um but as long as they're they're counting their eggs the correct way i don't think it could be a hindrance um they don't it scares me because Xbox isn't going to have a flagship title at release. Now, I can come back to this um and I will when I when I tell you what I think is the biggest thing about Xbox. Um but the uh the next flagship game that is obviously the most gigantic deal
0: is Fable.
1: And that's all you. Cuz I haven't even I still haven't beat the first one. I want to I just uh, I just didn't go back.
2: I still just have to beat Fable 3, but I've beaten the first two. From I've what I and hear, beat the first two.
1: From what I hear, it's not a big ordeal that you didn't finish 3.
2: That's my understanding. Uh, with Fable, the fun part of it, it has always been the morality. You can always be you can be good or evil yeah. and you can take your you can go in extremes. On either one. Mm -hmm. And that was always kind of the fun thing with it was to play with that morality. Yes. Because there's tons of side quests. There's tons of open world. There's a shitload of stuff to do. Yeah. And the second one really advanced on the idea of the first one and that you could actually own property and like charge rent and you could just drop your rent to close to nothing and that would raise your morality meter because you're just basically giving affordable housing away and making your city prosperous. Then again, you can also slaughter the entire town and drop your morality all the way down. Then buy everything because it's dirt cheap because everyone's fucking dead. Yeah. (laughs) And then jack the rent way up. After new people move in? After new people move in, just jack the rent all the way up and keep your morality super fucking evil. Well... That was always fun. Something... Fable 3 seemed more political. You had to win allies, either good or evil. Yikes. For you to advance. You had to kind of campaign for yourself. And that was where... That was the next level of Fable, but it seemed...
1: A step in the wrong direction.
2: Right. Yeah. And also they just...
1: changed a lot of the game, right? It went steampunk, didn't it? A little? A little. The well, it was always...
2: There was always kind of a little bit of technology coming in because time is progressing. Yes. And magic is dying. So right. as magic gets less, technology fills in those gaps mm-hmm. a bit more. So. Yeah, it was, and I think that's where a lot of the diplomacy came in mm-hmm. for Fable 3, because if that's where all power comes from, basically. Okay. From, so. from
1: from what I heard, uh, so Playground is developing it, and Playground has worked on Forza Horizon in the past, and apparently Forza Horizon 4, people are saying a big thing about this, is that they have a really, really, really good seasons system that they planted in horizons that if they could put seasons in fable the same way that it would make for some seriously interesting um world building and um time changing and um cool. also uh they are rewinding um on the technology so they they will strictly be medieval again i don't think we have to worry about any technology changing in that one um, or at least that's what they wanted. But, I mean, you saw the announcement trailer. Like, they're staying, like, um,
2: brutal British humor. Nice. Um. So, did you see the trailer? I did not see the trailer yet, no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. But there's one. if there's one thing that I hope they change about Fable, that yeah. has been a staple of the games for at least the first two, uh-huh. I hope that your character doesn't go into prison for years because (laughs) in both games in both games fable one and fable two you go to infiltrate a prison and you're there for years and it picks up like you've been after you've been in prison 10 years or after you've been in prison five years or whatever no matter your morality it doesn't matter if you're good or evil (laughs) you're in prison for years and then it, it, that's just part of the storytelling. It'll be like yeah. Chicken Chaser because it defaults to Chicken Chaser for whatever reason. Naturally. Chicken Chaser was in prison for 10 years before he finally found a way to escape. And it's just like, that's how you're going to advance my story? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't Rich, is to, is I, Rich is not yeah, a fan. Dumb. Rich is not a fan. Yeah, I was not a fan at all. Yeah. And when they did it again in fable 2, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> again.
1: Again." Uh so they they did announce other games, uh uh Forza, a new Forza Motorsport, um State of Decay 3, Everwild is the new rare game coming out. Um which kind of surprises me. It Looks like it's some kind of four-player co-op. Um nature magic game of some kind
2: yeah that looked kind of neat
1: it does look neat i'm not in uh, i i don't understand why i really hope that rare has a backup studio um i hope they work on two projects at a time because people like they bought out rare and rare's like "Ah," or people were like oh they have rare so they can make more banjo they can make more conquer and then they made a connect Game, a Sports Connect game. And people were like, oh, okay, it was okay, but now you can make banjo, and now you can. Ma-. And then they made Sea of Thieves, and they're like, okay, now we can get back to conquer banjo, conquer banjo, conquer banjo. And they made Battletoads. <laughs> now, that being said, Battletoads is amazing. I'll get to that in a second. So back to the fans. They're like, banjo or conquer, banjo or conquer. And then they announce Everwild. But Battletoads did just come out, and they were working on it while they were finishing Sea of Thieves. And I think they had, like, an outside studio helping them make Battletoads as well. Um, So I'm really, really hoping that they will – I hope they have people working on our old titles that we like, while Rare also works on some of the new stuff that they want to make. But the reason for that is because of how far things can come. Uh, Sarah and I have almost beat Battletoads. And it is nice. super, super underrated uh, in terms of like a difficulty beat-em-up platformer. I think it's better than Cuphead. Okay. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I think it's, it's better and it's funnier um, in the way that it's a very unique game. Um, and I just want to do a quick Battletoads shout out because I don't, want it, I don't want it to go under the radar either. Um, you and I need to play it later because it is a hoot and a holler. And it's hilarious. Okay. It's a hilarious. They come out of... I've they come always out enjoyed Battletoads. They come out of hibernation, and um, one of them, Rash, with the sunglasses, he's, like, signing autographs during a minigame. They have to get day jobs, and one of them's a, a masseuse, and it's a minigame, so you have to, like, turn the sticks, and um, it hit X really fast, and he does the massage chopping. And another one is sending emails, while the aliens at the water cooler are like, 90 games are so relevant. <laughs> and... And then it cuts to Rash, and he's signing he's signing autographs, sending him out, signing autographs, sending him out. And then the shot widens, and he's, and he's signing autographs for Captain Bones of Sea of Thieves to give out. <laughs> uh, so, no, um, Battletoes is awesome, but we should play that later. It's a really good couch co-op game, and it's hilarious. It's probably one of the funnier games I've ever played, additionally. Nice. Um, Obsidian is working on what looks like some kind of like first person Skyrim knockoff called Avowed or Elder Scrolls knockoff called Avowed okay there was a very interesting trailer for it and this to me looks like Obsidian might want to make a um make an Elder Scrolls game before Elder Scrolls 6 is out
0: alright pro move
1: and yeah. Obsidian is owned by Microsoft. So, I mean, it's going to be okay. X- Xbox exclusive. I just wish they would hurry up. We don't want to rush art. You know what I mean? We don't no. want to rush art. But, like, it's it's a little hard. They also have Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Um, Senua's Saga, it, like, Hellblade is a really, 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 really good game. And the second one also looks just as, like, equally good, but they it, it didn't look like they, they didn't even show us gameplay after, like, announcing the game a few months ago. I digress. Um, Out of all of these titles, don't get me wrong, these are all going to be great games when we get to play them, but we only have two really Xbox-named games. Neither of them are coming out with the console. Um, The third thing that I really think they have on their plate... Is game pass right because it pays for itself in f- in f- uh one game essentially no in four games because you pay fifteen bucks okay. a month, maybe twenty bucks a month, and you have access to a library of actually really good games, and all of them are uh any Microsoft game goes straight to game Pass, a brand new game, so like when I got gears five i it came to game pass I didn't have to spend sixty bucks on it. I paid 15 okay. bucks, So, like, I can tell you I played more games than that in four months. So, like, Game Pass is the new Netflix for video games. It is the regal AMC Pass for games. Okay. It is, you know, the unlimited movies, the unlimited streaming. And it's, it's such a competitor that um, PlayStation had to put all of their first-party titles free on PlayStation Plus, which is called PlayStation Collection now, which is something they announced. You can play all the first-party games free um, right when PS5 releases. That's a big deal. Some people don't realize what kind of deal that is, but I think that we need to recognize from afar that Xbox is not trying to play the same game anymore. Microsoft is not playing the same game with the Xbox. They just aren't.
2: What do you think about that? Um. Well, I haven't. I don't have PlayStation Plus or Game Pass. I don't have either of those. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember when GameFly was the thing, where it was if we had every. I told my wife I was like, I have every console. If I don't want to go broke on games, I yeah. should probably join GameFly <laughs> and just have GameFly. GameFly it is. Games You were so right. I remember and that. And she was and. I didn't join Gamefly. I just waited until games went to the collector's series or the pre-owned, and I came to games late. And I'm still in that mode, just coming to games late, Mm -hmm. which is fine, because the way I play, it's I'm going to play one game until it is dust, and then I'll move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. So I can buy them. I can come late to them. I can buy them when they're cheap. Yeah. But that doesn't help the gaming industry. So yeah. I think Game Pass is helping and yeah, I think totally. that PlayStation Plus is helping. Yeah. The game industry because then if you want the new game, if you want to stay up on it, then you're going to spend the money. Yeah. But Do otherwise you... those those artists are still going to get paid.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of a big deal because um I think that it if you if you play more than three games a year, and after buying them at full price, Game Pass sells itself. Especially if these are Xbox games, like um, first party exclusives. That is to be very specific. And you you kind of said it yourself. I had a Blockbuster Blue Pass um, where I could go um, into Blockbuster and change out my game as many times as I wanted a month, fifteen bucks a month, which is Largely what Microsoft is doing here now, for a gamer like you who bleeds your games dry after buying them used from a recommendation over two years, yeah, might not be the exact same thing, but where it might work out for you in terms of like playing games is if you know like you want to try something but you don't know that you wanna one hundred percent it. These games will be on the game pass for you to just turn on you download it you try it and that's kind of one of the cooler things one of the cooler aspects I think is you don't have to worry about buying a game you don't like you could download it and yeah. if you like it you play the shit out of it if you don't you delete it but you didn't lose any money
0: right i it's it's
1: it is a phenomenal deal and the bfffff joe made a point of saying like you know if if My, If my mom knew, like, she could get... There's an all-access pass for the new Xbox where you can make a monthly payment and pay it off in a year or two. Plus Game Pass. And with the sheer amount of games that we ask for as kids, like, anyone... Like, this brings an Xbox to any home. Anywhere. All these kids that just, like, are dying to play Fortnite will be able to just, you know like <laughs> I hate to say that but it's the most popular game whatever but um and even then other games cuz clearly they're going to branch out um but if, if my mom would have bought that pass for me in a heartbeat and Joe's mom would have bought that pass
0: for him in a heartbeat it's a great yeah. it's
1: a great basically access point so that for us is that like that's at least told me that <laughs> Microsoft is playing a different game and I think they're rolling their dice incredibly um, well and they're placing bets incredibly well on what the future is kind of going to be in gaming. Yeah. Now, I hope they aren't making so many Xboxes that they're going broke because a lot of their games are staying on a previous generation as well because this Halo is going to be playable on our Xbox One. Fable, I don't know, but... um. Uh that's I mean Halo is really the only game that we know of that's supposed to be coming out soon. Everything else doesn't actually have everything else is just in development. none of it has an actual twenty twenty one or twenty twenty so um, no games that matter anyway. um not that games don't matter. you know what I mean they're important, they're important, yeah, you know what I mean, like all games matter
2: well, one thing that I've found in my research is that. <laughs> Backwards compatibility is the big selling point for both. True. So they're not necessarily worried about new games at launch. They're not worried about having their launch titles. They're worried about selling consoles that are backwards compatible because they're not relying yeah. on people to buy new games. They're re- relying on people to buy the new console. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to tell you, if I get that Xbox Series X and I plug in my old games and they play super fast, super clean, just amazing, I'm going to be one happy camper. But if that fucker red rings within a month,
1: uh, I will be so goddamn uh, pissed. So pissed. So would everyone else. Catastrophic failures. Yeah. You, right. can pl- you can plug in—they Um, they have memory cards again. You can plug in one terabyte— Um. SSDs, to the uh, Xbox Series X. The reason for this is because solid states do not have a lot of space on them. And the ones that come with your console are not going to be huge. Um, Or at least, well, I don't think they are for, um, they won't be huge as it relates to file size. I read a rumor that the PS5 games um, are, well, one game will take up 20% of the initial solid state which means you can't have more than like five games (laughs) and that's scary yeah yes that's not really uh pluggable, let alone for someone like me who plays all digital so i haven't bought a physical game in since gears 4 a long time ago right so i'm i'm interested to see um if we're able to upgrade these things, because um, you can pop open a PS4 and put in uh, a larger um, internal drive, that's a thing. Yeah. And it's really easy, but um, games are games are big, and if it has to be a solid state, like you know, it's I'm a little worried. Uh, it's a, it is exciting that the prospect of being able to close a game, like pause a game, go back to your other game and unpause that game, play that for a bit. You get tired of that, pause it, go back to your other game. Right. Flawlessly. There's next to no load times in these games either, which is a huge deal. Huge deal. Yeah. The future That's is now. Stuff. The future is now. Is they, better, they better have things to offer because, <laughs> I mean, ray tracing is the only thing that is, in my opinion, making the graphics upgraded enough to make it worth purchasing in my opinion my honest opinion um but it you know the games eventually when when all the games are exclusive because Miles Morales and uh, Horizon 2 are going to work on PS4 I believe the new Sackboy adventure game is going to work on PS4 we'll just we'll just have to navigate the the field in in due time and see how it all goes <clears throat> but Again, we're we're both we're gonna get it. Yeah, we're gonna get an Xbox Series X eventually.
2: Yeah, I'm if getting the Series get X. And I'm on getting I'm I'm getting both with the disc drives because unlike you, I barely have digital. Yeah, I'm always fine. physical media. Makes sense.
1: Well, I have so. someone to share games with. On our consoles. Right. And so we buy brand new games at full price, but only pay half price because we share the price and we play them at the same time. <laughs> it just nice. works out that way. We have a reason to. So I, I mean, right. and if, if I didn't have that reason, I might've stayed physical this whole time for kicks. Right. Yeah. Uh, So Nintendo has done some things. Let's talk about that in between. Um, PS5, and full schmelt. Did you get 3D All-Stars? Not yet. Not yet. I did. Not yet. I have it on my Switch. I haven't started yet, though. I'm like, I'm trying to pace it out. I'm like, I haven't beaten any of these games yet. I heard Galaxy is phenomenal. I heard Sunshine is turning out to be better than people thought it was. And then, I I mean, I was a Banjo-Kazooie guy on the 64, so I just didn't get around to Super Mario 64. I uh, haven't beat any of them. Should I record this? Should I record my first uh, time through these games? Maybe.
0: I what
2: don't you know. Said? Um. See, I loved all those games. Mm-hmm. I have yet to play Super Mario Sunshine. True. Even though the of Joe mm-hmm. did loan me his copy to That's play. True. I have yet to play it.
1: Oh, he said he misses you so, by, the day, by the
2: way. Oh, I miss him. Yeah. Come on, Joe. Come on. We're all on.
1: friends. We're all friends. It makes me happy. We're all. Yes. I have an erection. Sorry. Oh, DMR. Wow. <clears> real bad. You haven't. You haven't. <laughs>
2: but I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm keeping it together. So you I, borrowed I may Joe's. during PS Five. You, bro- anyway, you borrowed. So <laughs> you I. Borrowed... I have yet to play, but I borrowed his Super eighty-five dollar. Yet to play it. His
1: eighty-five dollar GameCube disc of Sunshine.
2: He did not pay $85 for it.
1: No, he didn't pay. It's worth $85. Oh, something it's
2: worth like 85 that.
1: I don't know. What is the physical going? You keep talking. I'm going to look it up.
2: Okay. I really, really, really enjoyed Super Mario 64. That one I took all the way to the end and beyond. I collected every Power Star in that game. Hell yeah. And then met Yoshi and then played
0: around with that. Um. And Super Mario
2: Galaxy, I I beat it, but I didn't go full hog on it with collecting the power moons okay. or the power stars. I can't remember Fair what enough. it was. Uh
1: now, running running I will copy say that when... sorry, running copy of Super Mario Sunshine on GameCube is at the at its lowest, um fifty. Oh, there's a forty one. But that's bidding. I doubt it. Um I'm seeing 65, 57, sixty five, fifty seven, sixty, twenty eight. 50
2: 78, yeah. Is it, but is it selling at that price?
1: Yeah, I don't know, anyways.
2: Anyway, now when they announced the 3D All Stars, Uh I went back and started playing uh Super Mario Odyssey again, yeah. Because I realized that I only had 509 of the 880 moons available in that game.
1: That's a crime.
2: As an absolute I crime. I am now up to 686 moons. I'm going 100%. I'm getting all of them. You should. I'm gonna get Ga- all those Gabe's,
1: Gabe's going 100% too right now as we speak. Nice. If he hasn't already. Nice. Yeah.
2: So I've got like... Three kingdoms clear. I want to say of all moons and uh, purple coins. Yeah, well, Odyssey so is so I'm going phenomenal. i hard
1: on that. I mean, Odyssey is so good. So oh, yeah, good, great game. I do like that game too. Yeah, yeah.
2: I so, actually, and you will get three D All Stars. I will get three D All Stars eventually. Yes.
1: Aren't you the one who likes Pikmin and told me Pikmin is adorable and fun?
2: Pikmin is adorable and fun. You, uh, I'm not sure that I told you that, but it is adorable and fun. No, I, think I it enjoy was Pikmin you. 3.
1: Yeah. Possibly. Did you, and you, you, I sent you a, a, a picture of the release. They're going to release next month on October 30th. I think that's the same day that Mando uh, Season 2 drops that they um, are releasing the Pikmin 3 Deluxe Edition with co-op. Ooh, with yes. Co-op. Yes.
0: I'm
1: going to grab it. I'm gonna dive into the Pikmin finally. Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: it's fun. Yeah, it's basically. a good time. Yeah. <coughs> so they're pretty good at. My wife enjoyed watching me play it because it was very, very cute. Yes. Well, because you're like
1: playing on—you're uh, just a really, really tiny person on a really, really big planet. So there's like the scale of it is kind of like Toy Story, right?
2: Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're hunting. You use Pikmin to hunt fruit down so that you can survive another day until you, sh- until you can actually repair your ship. Oh, so you're using awesome. these Pikmin as weapons, weapons, labor, all that fun stuff. Cause you're not carrying fruit around. You've got Pikmin to do that.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. It's, it's fun.
2: <laughs> Cause, but I was playing it on uh, the Wii U and I was finding it very, very frustrating until my sister in law was like, Oh, I love Pikmin, but you've gotta play with the with the Wiimote and the Nunchuck. You can't do it on the on the gamepad. Oh no. It's no good on the gamepad. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it was infinitely better with the Wiimote and Nunchuck than it was you with can the just... gamepad. Well, because you can you can aim where you wanna throw your Pikmin a lot better.
3: Oh, okay.
2: By using the cursor on the screen as opposed to trying to guide the cursor with the touch screen. it' goofy.
1: Well, so motion controls hypothetically are better.
2: With that one, yeah. Okay. I okay. still can't get through Skyward Sword. That's the only Zelda game that I haven't. Well, no, it's not the only one, but well, it's one of the top if, ones that I can't keep going through.
1: If we're lucky, uh, if we're lucky next year. The anniversary release will be Zelda, uh, Twilight Prince, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword, with some like actually integrated controls,
0: joystick mm-hmm. controls.
1: I know. Nice. I just oh man, that makes me so happy, so happy. Yeah. The idea of of having all those games in one place sound like an absolute hoot and a hauler, you know. Okay. Yeah. Hey, let's full schmelz real quick. For the uh-huh. for the listeners, I would like to make a quick comment. Um, for anyone who's going to look for like visual representation of our uh, things on videos, listen. My name is Daniel Hayes, and I'm a working adult. And it takes a long time to upload a video. This week, I'm gonna um contact Con- Comcast see if I can get a better upload speed and get everything back on YouTube because we had to do a um James Gunn style backwards run through our episodes <laughs> of are they going to dig into my shit when I get rich and famous as we were starting to get listens? And we don't want to scare anyone away. Um, We aren't afraid to say things that we need to say, but not everything needs to be said on a podcast. And for that reason, um, we need to use our broadcast and our megaphones carefully. And despite the fact there are some hills that we are glad to die on, um, there are some hills that for the... For the sake of throwing away, you know, um, any fans we have, not not worth dying on. So um, I'm slowly but surely uploading the video so you guys can see what we're talking about in full smells. But until then, we will give you a detailed description. And I hope that's good enough for now. Well, I slowly I but so. surely slog through the uploads of our uh, video backlog. Yeah. Even though I mean podcast is really all that matters a lot I mean audio listeners are going to be, you know, a lot more likely to be on through there but if anyone wants to look and see us and our faces when we say things I just want that to be available too eventually sooner than later by the eventually. end of the year I'm willing to say confidently. Nice. Yes. Rich, would you like to go first? Okay. Do the full schmaltz. So,
2: yes. It this The past few full schmaltz have all been related to the Alien remixes, which is uh, Disney and Pixar decided to take the Little Green Men alien characters from Toy Story Mm -hmm, and dress mm -hmm. them up as different Pixar characters. Yes. Today will be no exception. No. It's all going to be Alien remix characters, the new ones that have dropped. And the new one that has dropped that I just got, Edna Mode. Edna
1: Mode from Incredibles. Capes are not in. Capes are out. Capes are out and they stay out. Knuckets. Nuckets! Long story short.
2: Yeah, I'm holding her up for the camera right now, and she is adorable. I find that this one and Carl are my wife's favorites Mm -hmm. of them so far. And I realize that this one and Carl both have glasses. And it's the glasses that sell it for the wife. Truth.
1: Do, so, do you uh have you ever taken count of how many green aliens you own?
2: I have not taken account since I passed 165.
1: Okay. So,
2: it needless to
1: say you have more aliens in your house than Toy Story has in their movies. I think it's safe to bet.
0: Possibly. Yeah. Yes.
2: I don't know. Yes. What else did you get? I'd have to do a recap.
1: What other uh, grown-ass man
2: spending did you do? Yes. So Funko Pop has gotten in on the deal. And Funko Pop is the one that is running just full fucking tilt with these. Yes. So I went to Box lunch last week. And uh, I think I found my wife's new favorite here. We've got Roz (laughs) from Monsters, Inc., (laughs) Yes, we've got Randall from Monsters Inc. Yeah, so this guy technically has five eyes. You
1: hear that? The winds of change.
2: This is incredible. Yeah.
1: Elastigirl. Yes. Woo-hoo. And I mean, there's so many variations.
2: Wally. Oh, another Wally. five-eyed guy.
1: Oh my gosh! Yep, there's five eyes because there's the top of him with the eyes, and then there's the yeah. That one's that one seems like a little stretch to me. I would have designed him to just have three eyes, like normal Wally, but then he has three eyes.
2: Yeah, I don't know. If I, I just, if I had the had to other ones that. in this in this series was Sully, Mater, and Eve. Interesting. So Wally would get Eve. I didn't find those yet. Well, I did find Sully, but I already have Sully in the Alien Remix one. Yeah. So I'm trying not to double up on whichever ones are Alien Remix and whichever mm-hmm. ones are Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. There's a few exceptions like Woody and Buzz. But those two are so vastly different that yes. it's not really a big deal. Fair enough. But I'm trying to avoid doubling up. Hell yeah. Open them. I've been itching to open them. Oh, but yeah. I only open them on this show to traumatize the Funko Pop collectors.
1: Yes. Please do. Oh so yeah. So here's Mrs. It's...
2: Incredible. She does not stretch even a little bit.
1: You see, that's upsetting. That's upsetting.
2: We'll put her back here. There we go.
1: Can I talk about what I got Good. while you open this?
2: Absolutely. What'd you keep? Well, it What'd was my got? birthday.
1: It was my birthday a week yes. and a half ago. Okay. Happy birthday, sir. Um, thank you. Um, and I treated myself with this. Nice. The Razor Crest. The Razor Crest from The Mandalorian in Lego form. I pre ordered this in February. Oh, wow. February. And I uh, I think I've been waiting for a chance to put it on. I'm debating if I want to uh, record myself putting it together and maybe do like a little like mini review of it um, so we can start because if people come see our Lego things and they come to us for like Lego stuff, we should we should share our Lego things. You know what I mean? So um, that was something I was considering starting um, or streaming just, you know, putting it together because Razor Crest is cool, It's like super cool. It's the best. And a lot of my things are Star Wars oriented. Um, What was probably my biggest birthday present was the creative director of Star Wars Squadrons, the incoming pilot um, sim game, announcing flight stick compatibility for consoles. I was worried I was going to have to spend a bunch of money to upgrade my PC um, if I wanted a flight stick, but now I don't have to because I want to play in PSVR and I want to use a flight stick. So Sarah allowed me to get... Light stick and throttle.
2: Thank you. Nice.
1: So I have everything I need to go full blast. I might or might not already be in the esports community, prepping, and I might be in a squadron already, and I might already be talking to people that are trying to do big things. So that's really, I mean, it's pretty exciting. Um, more than anything, I just like flipping upside down in ships especially in VR. This is also PC compatible, so if I want to switch to a higher-res VR from PlayStation VR, I can.
2: Nice. Excellent.
1: I mean, that's the only thing. I can't think of anything else that I need right now for... Um, oh, yeah, I got the... It's not here because it's at work, but I got the Rick and Morty D&D set, the starter kit. Nice. And it's my first campaign I've ever DM'd, and I've given it a shot. Um, and I played it with some friends from work and uh it's just a blast and um I'll give it to you next. And um it's really, really funny because it talks shit just like Rich R- Rick does. And that's the premise is that Rick wrote the campaign for the Dungeons right. and Dragons thing. Right, right so right, right. And he says, he just says shit like he just, you know, he's like, and when they, when they go inside the chest, yell, because saw blades jump out and make them do a deck save. And then they have to dodge the blades and then they say, okay, when they go back in the chest, just again, for no reason, just scare the shit out of them,
3: <laughs> catch them off guard.
1: <laughs> nice. It's really funny. um uh And then there's a, there's another one. There's another uh, excerpt that says, um. Give tell them they're so stupid it hurts, and give them five points of actual idiot damage. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Um. That being said, I don't really um. I didn't. I don't have anything else for the things. But you unbox all your right. Funkos, and that's the
2: important. The Funkos are unboxed.
1: They're unboxed. And
2: Randall is far cuter than I thought he would be. He looks conniving. His body actually has all six legs and the tail extending behind him. Yeah, and he's kind of like glaring. And he's got that. He's got that suspicious eye slit thing going.
1: The winds Whereas have change. Whereas the alien
2: in there actually looks a little uh, smug or calculating. He's fun. You're not wrong. Well, he is. Is just about as cute as I had thought, but the cute thing—the cutest thing here—is his arms, oh, wow. actually go into the Wally position over the treads mm-hmm. on the side. Good. Good. <coughs> and Roz may be another wife favorite because she also has glasses oh, and yeah. the full slug body.
1: Sure enough. I love when the so, details go full blast with those. I took I took Baby Yoda out of the the child out of the box and that is also a bobble. Yes. And it is the biggest. It just blah, blah, blah. I love it.
2: I love it. Yes. I took it to work with me. Well the gravity of those years really, really helps. It
1: really does. Well it's a baby though. Oh yeah, it's still eighty years right. old. Never mind. Never mind. Nope, it has years. You're right. Baby baby <laughs> Yoda is older than both of us. Baby Yoda is older than both of us, and that is ridiculous. Baby Yoda is old
2: enough to run for president. Yeah.
1: So, hey, DC FanDome. They announced two. Did they announce three games? Nah, I don't remember. I think, like, the two specific ones, because they're owned by WB Games, is Gotham Knights, which is a post-Arkham Knight game with uh, basically co-op. It lets you run around as the Bat Squad. Nice. In Gotham. It looks cool. Um, everyone wants to play as Red Hood, though, so that might be a conflict of, um, of, uh, interest for anyone who doesn't want to play anyone else. Batgirl looks cool, too, um, but you can play as Robin, Nightwing, um, Batgirl, and Red Hood. But Red Hood just looks like a badass. It's hard. Yeah. Nobody wants to play as him. But anyways, um... Yeah, Batman basically says, Code Black, if you're reading this, I'm dead, and we need to get to work. And um, sure enough, Robin and Batgirl go, and they have to team up against uh, Mr. Freeze as he's trying to freeze the tower. But it's just your typical Arkham-Gotham game. It looks great. Um, And then they announced, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. This is the main game that Rocksteady is working on. What did you think of that trailer? (laughs)
2: that trailer was awesome
1: there's a reason i told you two weeks ago i was like like, did you see that trailer
2: yeah i have been busy with just a whole mess of mess but i finally watched it today and my god it's everything you said and more yeah an amazing trailer i hope the game lives up to that trailer
1: Oh, yeah, no, and I think it will, and, you know, largely, some people, I, I saw a couple complaints, only a couple, because, frankly, the complainers, there aren't as many complainers as um, what people think, but what I think a lot of people don't realize, I saw some complaints, and they were mainly like, where's Batman? <laughs> and I'm like, have we not had enough Batman? Have we not had enough Batman? Our- M- Metropolis, during the day... With a comedy cast. I'm sorry. This is I leave it up to to Rocksteady. They knew exactly what we wanted with those Batman Batman Arkham games. And they know exactly what we want now. Okay? Yep. Because this is exactly what I wanted. I didn't know I wanted it. This is my most anticipated game out of out of all of these. They announced God of War 2 like three, four days ago, and I'm still more excited for this than fucking God of War Two you know.
2: Oh, I I think Rocksteady may have finally figured out the formula to make a good Superman video game. Truth. And that's to make him the antagonist. Yes.
1: Yes. And they because really if you're a
2: Superman fan try and take him down and it's just like the uh, the it's, And they're all just standing so there so hard against you. It's yeah, just, they're
1: they did a really great job of like, you know, um, uh, Captain Boomerang just gets knocked away and he's dusting himself off while they are looking at Batman as he like literally disintegrates someone. And he's like, he's like, oh, who's, who's, who's we fighting? And they all just slow point. They point the finger, pick it up and he looks at him, He's like, oh. Sure. <laughs> they, they, they play it to B.O.B. B., like that fight scene. Like I can't yeah. think of anything better. And then. That that little post announcement title stinger of Captain like his boomerang just like knocking Superman in the back of the head, <laughs> doing nothing. He doesn't care. He's just like really, He's just think, really, <laughs> and it really really emphasizes uh, the the point of the game, which is like, <laughs> oh, man, trying to kill Superman. No, but yeah, they nailed they nailed it. They have the formula. Yeah. We know it now. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for that game so much. And it's four-player co-op, by the way. Super exciting. This is going to be the best. The bestest. The best there ever was.
2: I mean, you got Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark. You Uh, can't really go wrong with picking any of those. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: I was going to say, what do you think of that cast? Is there anyone you would switch out or trade?
0: Not? Really? No, I think
2: they would all be super fun to play. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I've always, even though he's not like the most powerful of them, I've always enjoyed Captain Boomerang mm-hmm. just for the Australian humor in there, you know. Yes. And I, my favorite representation of Captain Boomerang is still the animated Justice League show. Okay. Because there was one. There was a Suicide Squad episode in that show, and Captain Boomerang was on there. Uh, The only, the only two that stayed and staples of the Suicide Squad pretty much are Captain Boomerang and Deadshot. Everybody else kind of can swap around, but those two have been there the longest. They are on the most crews, and in the show, they impersonate um watchtower employees okay so these are just civilians that like will work on the watchtower under the justice league payroll which is just a shell corporation of yeah yeah clean enterprises or something yeah and they're going through the metal detector (laughs) and everybody is like pissed off at captain boomerang because he would not give up 75 cents Oh, they Jesus. were like, you triggered the metal detector and nearly gave us all a heart attack. And he's like, hey, 75 cents is 75 cents.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, I'll take it. He's definitely the most is, ridiculous looking of them.
2: Yeah. I'll take he's, it. He's amazing. I, I, It looks like they beefed up his power a little bit for the game, which uh. makes sense
1: yeah I think they're fighting like Brainiac aliens or something like Brainiac is because what is that gigantic ship with the purple? oh that's like? Brainiac, okay, that's ahead. definitely Brainiac, so he clearly has influenced Superman and potentially the rest yeah. of the justice League, so this is gonna be like a like a uh, god of war style game almost where you have to take down the Titans, clash of the Titans, kind of like. Man, yes. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of really excited for this. Okay.
2: So Yes. Um I may play God of War next. I'm currently neck deep in Horizon Zero Dawn when I'm not just good. collecting more power moons. Good.
1: Um yeah, you should definitely go to God of War next. Um it bums me out a little bit that you haven't played it yet. Not like offensively. I'm not offended. You know what I mean? I'm not upset, upset. I'm just crying. I'm really upset. <sighs> I'm just kidding. Um, You're a busy man, but uh, you'll enjoy it thoroughly when you start playing God of War, um, and I know that for a
0: fact.
1: All right, Rich.
0: The moment everyone's been waiting for.
1: Have they? PS5 got announced. Yes. (laughs) Release on November 12th in North America. Yeah. Ray Tracing, Miles Morales, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Demon and a redesigned Souls, controller. A redesigned controller. They were talking about how the um triggers work on that. And apparently, if you're shooting a gun and it um there's a misfire function in one of the games, and if it misfires, you can't pull the trigger.
2: Uh, it it locks the button. It locks. Oh, when your my gun gosh. misfires
1: so you can't pull it i think that's an easy way to break a trigger but i digress that's still cool um and then the vibration in it as well apparently when you use lightning attacks like miles's uh lightning attacks you can feel it shock from one side of the controller to the other through the fingertips wow and the tips of the the thing so like yeah um,
2: getting into the haptics
1: the haptics are a big deal and that's what they're really focusing on, um, with this new controller. I think that'll be the coolest feature of the new controller. They talk about like three D audio and stuff, and I'm just kind of like, Ew. I mean I mean that's cool for them to take it that far, but I mean I feel like I end up not noticing audio as much as like touch sensory stuff. I digress. Yeah. So, um they announced the announcement price is at four hundred and five hundred. For digital and 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 discless, uh, sorry, uh, digital versus uh disc drive, uh, and the confirmed launch games are Demon Souls, Fortnite, Godfall, Miles Morales, Observer, System Redo, um, just a bunch. I'm not really gonna repeat them, but the biggest ones are Demon Souls, in my opinion, and um, Spider Man, Miles Morales, clearly. Okay. Uh, we're both getting it clearly. Um, I think without a doubt, though, PS5 is going to end up selling more uh, this year purely because they have the games to play. What do you think? The new games.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think the PS5 the is going to outpace the Xbox. The question is going to be who's going to run out of them first because, let's face it, this pandemic has put production... Of these things behind a bit now the assembly on most of them and the manufacturing on most of them is fairly automated Mm -hmm. but you still need the humans in there to guide the automation it's
1: true I think that they have a lot of issues Um, well I mean more than anything they need to they need to get a handle on their They need to get a handle on their pre-orders because more than anything, like, I'm not sure if you noticed, they completely, PS5, botched the shit out of their pre-orders. They said pre-orders will go live tomorrow, and then one by one, all the retailers will, (laughs) like, (laughs) Walmart's like, we're not going to make you wait pre-order now. Oh. And then guess what the other retailers did, too?
2: Well, we got to keep up with Walmart. Yes, exactly.
1: So they started um, releasing pre-orders too. And um, sure enough, already um, some retailers are saying we have to cancel your pre-order because we can't meet demand. Yep. So it's going to be more of a lottery, in my opinion, of whether or not people do or don't get their consoles. Um, yeah. And there are already scalpers online who are trying to sell a PlayStation 5 for $1,000 because they got a pre-order. Right. I- yeah things like that so it's it's pretty it's pretty out of hand (laughs) but there's really i mean there's nothing we can do about it i guess i'm not like for me i was like i'll try and pre-order one and i did try but like it was the the websites are all glitchy when you try to do that they're all blocked up and i'm just kind of like eh is it worth fighting over is it worth stressing over is it worth the effort (sighs) no we'll get them we'll 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 get ours You know, and will they have to keep making them? Yeah, but like, who cares? You know?
2: Yeah, I'm in absolutely no rush to get it. I'm not gonna go and do my pre order and wait and everything. I'm, I'll just wait. I'll wait until they got plenty of stock. For me, that's what I've done with every console.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not getting an Xbox Series X until there's a game that I like. I can't let be out. Me not play so like for me the xbox one i held off on up until titanfall came out titanfall was a game that uh i saw at the conferences early on and as soon as titanfall dropped like that day i was like i can wait i was like i can wait and then it dropped that day and then i said well if i trade in every video game system i own for my Mm. broke college ass (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Can I make it work? And I sure did. And it was completely worth it because Titanfall to this day is one of my favorite franchises. It's a really,
2: really, Thanks. really fun game.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Um but The way what... I
2: play games, I can wait. I can wait.
1: Yeah. And I can that wait makes a while. sense. For me, I am dying to get my hands on Demon Souls. Uh, the gameplay demo was phenomenal. It looks so good. And it's some more Dark Souls, and I love Dark Souls. So I think more than anything um yeah if they you know as soon as the opportunity arises I'll grab it am I going to fight for it no am I going to put effort into buying it no it shouldn't be like that but as soon as they're like hey we have them. grab one I'm going to grab one it'll be easy peasy yeah lemon squeezies and I, I probably will won't...
2: probably get them I will probably get them uh black friday there you go if not closer to christmas
1: I'm, I'm going to wait out mainly, I'm going wait to ba- wait out Xbox Series X because they don't have games that I need to play day one, unlike PS5 with Demon Souls. That is a game I want to play now. I want to play yeah. it yesterday. I wanted to play it a week ago when they displayed it. Yeah. Not, not me.
2: I... Yeah. Horizon so, Zero Dawn's got me romanced, so PS5 okay. might be my, well, ps is definitely going to be my first pick. Yeah. I mean, it the only reason mm-hmm. I would get an Xbox ahead of the PS5 is if it's available first. If I see it sitting on the shelf I and I don't see the PS5, that's going to guide me to getting the Xbox first. Yeah. But I, otherwise I'm getting the PS5 first. Not just because of the games and Miles Morales Spider-Man and Horizon Zero Dawn, the mm-hmm. ones that I am really excited for. But because of this whole COVID crisis, Sony has not asked any of their employees to come into work unless they absolutely have to. And even if they're not working, has continued to pay them full wage. Oh, I didn't know that. They they have said, if you're able to work, but we're not allowing you, we're still going to pay you your wage. And they have done that the entire time.
1: Damn straight. So
2: Sony has proved themselves to be a really, really good fucking company to be in this mess.
1: It's true. Well, they're not. Um, is Japan's economy, um, capitalism? Are they based on oh, capitalism? Yeah. Are they? Well, yeah, okay.
2: but they're all, they're
1: they lean more socialist. I read a
2: story the other day. I I read a story the other day that just I found very very comforting Mm -hmm. japan is capitalism but they're also deeply rooted in culture and to the point where it's to a capitalist detriment because nissan almost went completely under due to the culture being you don't question your boss you don't challenge your boss you he's (sighs) the boss you follow his lead no matter what To the point that now, most Japanese companies will have a job that has a secondary function as the loud American. And what the loud American does is he listens to everyone else and he goes to the boss and tells him, your idea is fucking stupid. We can't do this or we will die as a corporation. Do not do this. It's stupid. Stupid but only if the rest of the employees back him will he do this it yeah. doesn't just go in r- willy nilly and tell the boss that he's just an idiot and that's his secondary function whatever his regular job is he also gets to tell the boss your idea is fucking dumb don't do this yeah and i found that very very humorous that is incredible but that's humorous. that's the japanese culture that's there you go what japan does but hey at least they're taking so care of each other that they, right that's the it thing makes sense too. that they would be like that yeah as far as taking care of their employees in a pandemic they're also much Which... much 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 more focused on good health all around mm-hmm. you know like they're not if you're sick stay home Don't come in until you feel better. It's not one of those, well, we need you. you got to power through it. You, you know, it's more about the bottom line than your health. No. In Japan, it's, that's why you'll see people walking around with masks. Yeah. Throughout time, not just during a pandemic, but throughout the last 70 years. If you see street footage of Japan, you will see the occasional person wearing a medical mask and that's because they don't feel well and they they don't don't want to spread it to anyone else.
1: That's a big deal. So, uh, the Japanese culture, I just, I mean, it's better that way, especially since they have a word for suicide by overworking. Yeah. That is an actual thing in Japan. So it's a good thing. Sony's taking care of their employees so they can work on our games like final fantasy 16. Did you see they announced that? Right right at the beginning of the, the PS4 conference, they announced it with a cinematic running on PC.
2: No, I didn't. I, I do love Final Fantasy, but I haven't been in love with Final Fantasy. For Fair enough. A while.
1: Um, the new one's medieval. The new one's back to old school um, Magic and Swords, which I'm excited about. Uh, it's they aren't leaning into the futuristic stuff. Everyone's still white, but uh, <laughs> like, like you still have your uh, plain as day uh, white bread and butter uh, Final Fantasy uh, characters. But I mean, it just I I feel bad. Someone made a really good point about their inclusion, but I guess that's really more of a WDMR thing. We can we can actually talk about that on the WDMR later. But they uh, um that and Hogwarts mystery what hogwarts legacy hogwarts what was that one called hogwarts hogwarts legacy Hogwarts. yeah because they announced that badass game we've known it's in the works for a while but jk rowling is shitting on trans culture and using her platform to disagree with trans culture and okay. people Would are saying
2: that on wdmr yeah but the main point i want to make there is that jk rowling is one hundred percent responsible for Harry Potter. Uh-huh. She is maybe seventy percent responsible for Wizarding World. Yes, I think this is okay. I
0: yeah. think
2: going Hogwarts is all right. Yeah, because it's it's us.
1: Yeah, but anyways, the, the game thing looks
2: of Harry Potter kind of built the yeah. Wizarding. It's true. Okay. You're not wrong, but the game looks Off
1: good. Bicycle box. Going. Yeah. The game looks good. You saw this. Um it looks like the gameplay is you coming in late as a fifth year and um having to catch up because you got your letter late. You had like um uh latent powers arise and then you become a wizard and I heard your skill trees are f- for things like transfiguration and like um beast taming and potions and all these different things that you can like build a character. It is an RPG at its basis and it's made by avalanche which is a great studio Um, and it's also set in the 1800s so like it's not more Harry Potter like it's more Hogwarts it's more wizarding world which is a point you made and I'm completely fine with that and um, jokes fucking on them and on JK when the dev team works in trans characters to that video game I'm calling it now <laughs> Say what you will. Um and we 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 can we can leave that on there, but they ended the whole conference with the announcement of God of War 2. Um someone said they will get a tat, they will get a God of War tattoo on their face if that game releases in 2021. Which is the release date for this game that they just announced. It is 2020, and they said God of War 2 is coming out next year. And I have to agree with that person. That game, is, like, for that game to come out in 2021, are you kidding me? It's either going to be shorter, or they, I mean, maybe they were working on it. Like, maybe they were balls deep when they released the first God of War. Who knows? But it, it, it 2021? Holy shit. That is really quick. It's also titled Ragnarok. God of War 2 is just easier, but God of War Ragnarok um, is, it, it It sounds like they're going someplace cold, uh, and I'm not against them um, digging more into the Norse mythology. I just really hope they dig into different mythologies, because if they do a cookie-cutter um, of the first God of War series, which was all um, uh, uh, Greek gods, Greek pantheon, I would find that you know, but they do it again and just give Kratos a son like i would I would find that very very i don't know cookie cutter I guess I don't know i'm being i guess I'm being if it was up to me, I would add in some Egyptian pantheon, I would you know make it known that this god killer is 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 out there um and close by, and he will wipe out your entire pantheon and all the old, all the other gods are like, well, maybe we need to form an alliance. And then suddenly, Kratos has to fight off Norse and Egyptian gods at the same time. Maybe pagan gods. That would be insane. That would change everything, and actually, like, make it so Kratos is not so much a threat. And that's scary. The idea of Kratos not being a threat is terrifying. That's all I want from yeah, it. That's I all I
0: play want. Got a
2: war. Yes, you do. I gotta play that. I need to play that's God of no War way. again. I see that's it.
1: I got I'm it for you for it. Christmas. You did. The Thanks. year came out. You're welcome. Well, yeah, you
2: you were like, "Let's do a, let's do a live play, let's do a let's play." Don't play it yet. Don't play it yet. There have been like three opportunities where I have been ready to play God of War, and you've talked me out of it so that we can record it. Truth. So ultimately, it'll be better that way. My fault. I I remember.
1: It is kind of my fault. I remember why I don't want you to play it now, though. I remember why I wanted to be there because. There is a gameplay sequence at the beginning of the game that is likened to what it would be like to be Superman in a Superman game.
3: Ooh.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like, Hello, like I would really like to be there for that, but I don't know. Um Gameplay videos would like to do more of that in the future but this pandemic man like i've been thinking to myself oh man oh man it would be real fun if we could if we could like get together in the same room to do this and because like the latency between talking has been kind of a pain in the butt we don't want to interrupt each other yeah and we come in late you you don't hear me stop talking for like three seconds after i'm done talking and that that's problematic so one of these days, we'll be Lary. back in the same room. And we have the same days off now. So I'll, the, like gameplay videos, a lot more likely to happen than they were before. So sweet, it's a big, nope. big deal. We're, we're at an hour and, and 12 minutes. Should we, should we talk about the boys for 15 minutes?
2: Yeah, we could actually move on to other media.
1: Yeah, bit. I mean, we could. We could. Bit we could. I don't I don't I mean I don't have a ton of extra media to really talk on outside of like The Boys and technically Lovecraft Country is really good too, but um The, the Boys. The Boys is so The Boys. The boys are you caught Twitter. up? Did you watch episode 5?
2: I did. I, I just, I'm watching it every Friday. I can't help it. I've got yeah. to know.
1: Yeah. Um and thankfully
2: well, the wife is really into it too.
1: Oh, is she? Well, I mean, this is a really, yeah. like... See, it's it's one of those shows where you, like, they're not only anti-heroes, but they're actual pieces of shit. Like, you... What is another show that I'm thinking of where you just watch it and you watch douches be douches, and you're like, this is kind of enjoyable? Mad Men. Oh, Mad Men. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, where they just Mad is full of douches and, I mean...
2: You're not Madman right. is chock full of douches.
1: I just, uh, the the levels of morality of superheroes that do not have to answer to normal people and the way that flexes is just, it's insane. And what I like the most about season two is that you don't think there could be a superhero that's worse than Homelander. <laughs> and they found one. Yeah. And it's scary because of how hyper-aware they are of the world and how the world works. And she's on this, Evan.
2: Yeah. Yes. Mild, 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 mild. Fuck it. Spoilers for the boys. If you're not caught up, don't listen any further. Go back, watch the boys, catch up, then come back to this point.
1: It's really hard to talk about it. Because it's so funny. Stormfront starts as a minor, like a m like really what you think is gonna be a minor character, and then she just steals your heart by talking shit on VOT and being like, Fuck these people and saying the funniest things and she's like and she's like, I bet that camera can see Starlight Scoochie right now. <laughs> you're like she's so funny. <laughs> and then she tears through a a a uh, uh affordable housing district. <laughs> Yeah, and kills an a uh, calls an Asian yellow before she rips his head off.
2: Yeah, well, the thing that I like best about that whole arc of Stormfront being hyper racist and tearing <sighs> into Vought and everything is that she's this show is very very topical for today's political climate. It so is. This is,
1: oh, and it it really
2: at the risk of getting a little WDMR. She's doing what the Russians are doing right now, just using the social media platform to spread inject. one story and inject this, inject ideas to both mm-hmm. sides to where we're hearing the exact same thing and it, and we're extrapolating it completely differently based on our political views. Yes. And it's happening right now and we're watching it happen in this show so well. Yes. It's dumb fucking scary. Wasn't
1: wasn't it horrifying when Homelander just like had to snap out of like himself just frying the entire crowd with his laser vision yeah that was insane i was terrified i was like oh my god i was like is he gonna do it and you're just waiting you're like is he gonna do it and then he starts just frying people like then and there it's like what? just whole swaths of people just
2: all these protesters just getting mowed down yeah and my wife was like did he seriously do that and i was like he's got to be he's got to be imagining fantasizing this. This it. it yeah be, this has to be a fantasy he's totally fantasizing it but there was a good three seconds where we didn't know we yes, it same. worked.
1: me and sarah looked at each other too we were like did it finally just happen and it's so funny because she's over there and she's just like out loud sarah's like i hate him i hate Homelander so much she's like i hope they find a way to kill him because i hate that guy she's and i'm like and i look at her because i find it highly entertaining. She's like, sorry, I was talking. I was like, no, you're just saying everything out loud that I'm thinking in my head, and I think it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maeve coming around in a way I did not expect.
1: Agreed.
0: Agreed.
2: I was not expecting Maeve to, to come to this loop like she is,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but after what Homelander did, it's not surprising. It's not surprising.
1: You know who I've found has an oddly surprising, um, surprisingly relevant story is The Deep. Yeah. As well. Oddly, somehow. Poor Lucy. Lucy didn't deserve that. Lucy did not, des- the whale, yeah. did not deserve what happened. But yeah. I tell you what was cool was that when they were getting chased in the water and the dolphins and the sharks started chasing them on that yacht, oh, my gosh, I was like, holy crap. That He's going to show up and he's going to, oh, my God. And it was cool watching the deep in action. Yeah. And then it was just horrific when they rammed through the beached whale. Yeah. I think that was a highlight. Like, I think that that's easily like the funniest part of this whole season thus far. Right? Am I wrong? Which them rhyming into this? And Huey stays inside, and Huey's like, "I'm just gonna stay right here. here. I'm just gonna." And he's like, and he's just coated in blood, and like, oh my
2: gosh! Just yeah, he's he's sitting directly by Lucy's still beating heart. Yes, (laughs) and just kind of watching that happen and being like. I don't need to go. I'm good.
1: Yeah. And then Mama's Milk hops in I'm next good. to him. Mother's Milk ho- oh. hops in, and he's like, okay, we can do this. And he was like, you're a dick. <laughs> and they get up and they
3: <laughs>
1: <weave>. <laughs> I'm finding out that I like Mother's Milk a lot more than I did in first season.
2: Yeah. Mother's well, I Milk. Think his, his, um, his arc is a lot better defined now. It is.
1: I really thought he was that just was. kind of a dick in the first season. I couldn't figure out why, and now he's really—frankly, he's the only—like, he's the glue right now for the
0: boys. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm still trying to figure out Frenchie's motivations.
1: Yeah. I mean— just be in Kuriko, right? He just wants to get in Kuriko's pants. That's kind of what it is. And he also told her, fuck you, last time, which was like a really interesting dynamic to flip around. Um, yeah. His people skills are not good, but her people skills are not good, which is probably why they clash so hard. But at least in this most recent... Um, in this most recent episode, I mean, it'll be an interesting arc watching them kind of come back together by the end of the season. Or he's going to die and she's going to regret it. Clearly, I mean, I I couldn't see her dying purely as it relates yeah. to they. She's her. She is their secret weapon. You know, she's the reason that that Frenchie survived the attack by Black Noir. Yeah, which I heard his identity is a big deal. Um. I didn't read the spoiler thing, but I read an article that was, like, huge spoiler incoming, and I was like, nope, and I exited it, because I want to find out on my own. I also find Black Noir to be a very, very interesting character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering who he
1: is. I don't know. It's weird, because every time you're like, huh, I wonder who it could be. And they kind of, like, crisscross. My super deep theory is that he might be a clone of Homelander. He might be, like, a Homelander twin, also made in
0: a lab. A lab. Yes. I think that would be
1: interesting, but um, it could explain why he never dies. You know? Yeah. I, I digress. He's interesting, because, I mean, Sarah was like, what is his superpower? And I was like, um... You can't see him clearly. <laughs> he's wearing black. You can't see him. That's how it works. Yeah. It was really interesting to Maybe watch him he's... cry at the beginning of the season two when they exposed uh, compound V.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to more of Black Noir's deal. Yeah. Because um, he was he was upset to fuck at the release of compound me compound V to the media. But now since that point, he has just been focused on hunting butcher. And is it because his boss is telling him to? Yeah.
0: Or is it because something else? No, I think,
1: I think he, um, I think he was he was told to let them go for sure. Sarah called it Billy blackmails black noir. <laughs> <laughs> she, she her wordplay was was just flawless at that point. But um, so yeah, we've got that. I mean, I think the deep is gonna make his way back into the seven clearly. But um, Stormfront, who is secretly an old school, she's like eighty. Stormfront is 80, so either it's her power, it's a power that she doesn't age, or she's legit, um, like, been, like, she's had surgery or something. Compound V, it's clearly compound, it's something to do with compound V that she's, like, ageless. But um, there was a big thing... At the end of the last episode, when Homelander goes to Stormfront for help and she's like, I need, I need you. He finally goes there and says, I messed up, and he's like, Can you help me? And she's like, Yeah, and she puts together memes, just like that. And then they end up having sex at the end of the episode. And when they're getting into this BDSM stuff, and they're slapping each other around and banging each other, and she and she's like, Laser my chest. And he's <laughs> lasering her chest. And She calls him a pussy. She's like, do it more, do it more. But, like, it does nothing. I had, I don't know about you, some people might have been watching that and been like, oh, damn, this is interesting. What I read into is that he, she can give Homelander a run for his money. Like, if they have to fight each other, that will be highly, highly interesting.
0: Highly interesting.
2: What I gathered from that is, yeah, that I, I got there too, where I was like, okay, if anyone's going to take down Homelander, it's going to be her mm-hmm. because she can take what he can dish out and actually be turned on by it rather than harmed. But the deeper implication there in that she was Liberty and now she's Stormfront, The compound V affects different people differently, but it seems to get stronger with age. I mean,
1: if it's not manipulated in her body, you know, to do specific things.
2: So if she didn't, if she's just on the regular dosage of compound V, Mm -hmm. this might just be her regular resurgence.
0: You know what I just remembered? They might actually
2: be, all these supers might actually be immortals. The younger ones just don't know it yet. And just... Lam- what brought Starlight onto the Seven in the first season was that Lamplighter retired. Yes. There's no saying Lamplighter can't come back later once people have forgotten what Lamplighter was. He already did. Or once come his powers back. evolved he already did come back you think you remember, he's already come
0: back
1: do you remember the phone call Liberty had Stormfront had with the guy I don't he Sean Ashmore in a mental asylum of some kind and he was playing with a writer. Right. okay he also burned um, that that CIA operatives family to death Right. Okay. We rewatched her first season wow. right before second season started because Sarah hadn't watched it yet. And I was like, this is actually something you're going to enjoy. And, um, and when I saw he was in a mental asylum, I was like, he has issues with the things he had to do for the seven for VOD," And I bet it put him in a mental asylum. Yeah. That's my, that's my first guess. But, but he was he- playing with a lighter, so it has to be him.
2: Yeah. He's also super young. But he's been a member of the Seven for so long and everything.
0: It seems like
2: the Compound V ages in the human system. It slows down their aging and gets stronger over time, but it also brings a certain amount of mental instability. Yes.
1: And it started... No, go ahead
2: we're seeing it manifest in Homelander because he's now the eldest of the seven. He's also the strongest. Uh, He's been there longer than Maeve, been there longer than The Deep. He's definitely been there longer than A-Train. Yeah. And everybody's been there longer than Starlight.
1: Yes, but Liberty has technically been there longer than him and there's no guarantee i would like to remind you too like and and this is just me adding fuel to us trying to figure out what's going on here a train kept using compound v and it was it, he has to leave the 7 because his heart can't handle it he has fucked up his body beyond repair by using it if if she's been pumping it granted who knows how it's administered He's been shooting it into his veins, but it looked like the baby in the tube also had an intravenous drip of
2: compound V. Now, babies have the intravenous drip, and Vaught said in the first season that they had had tremendous success administering compound V to infants. They did not have tremendous success administering it to adults truth and that was the whole thing that homelander and a-train were doing with translucent i guess a little bit in the background there they were trying to make super villains so that they could get into the military and they were having marginal success with adults kimiko was one of the successes as was her brother yes but they weren't having that much success with adults now, if Liberty isn't dosing, if Liberty never dosed, this is just the natural progression of compound V, then after she was after she was just taking her time, nuking minorities, they retired liberty. Maybe she went into the mental home. Came back out as Stormfront, and now she's back on the Seven as Stormfront.
1: That would make but sense. Right now,
2: Why she right now, Homelander is the eldest. Yeah, You're she came one. back once Lamblighter went in.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But maybe this is the mental asylum where they are. Maybe making the compound V go dormant, mm-hmm. treating them, getting them back to a place where they're mentally strong again. Yes. Turning off the antidote to the compound, be essentially turning the powers back on. Yes. I'm excited to see. I'm pretty amped for it. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: But my, my bet is that superheroes are immortal. The shit that they go through where they get so bent that they think that they are above humanity and thus can do whatever they please. Truth.
1: Well, the, the playing field will be even, um, if any of the boys take confound V2, I'm waiting for that. Let's be honest. There's a good chance it might happen. I think it'll happen. Yeah. I think it'll happen. I hate to say it. I think it'll happen. Um, some by choice maybe, some definitely not by choice, uh, depending on like what, what they would be willing to do with each other. I could see Huey dying or be in the process of dying and either Starlight or Billy injecting him to keep him alive.
0: I could see it. I just could
2: I could see Homelander getting all of them having them all captured and everything and to not to not piss off Starlight injecting all of them with Compound V Hmm. and being like well if they die they die if they live they're one of us and then (laughs) and then uh, Joke's on him when they all get in Frenchy dies yeah but everybody else gets amped. That would be interesting for sure, for sure. And then the the boys are just like, "Well, jokes on you. Now we have superpowers. We're not joining the seven. We're not yeah. joining Vaught. Yeah. Fuck you guys. This one's for Frenchie. Eat fire." <laughs> yes.
1: That would make sense. Um, it would also be really interesting to see the Deep try to join them after they don't let him on the seven. That hug, remember when Lucy, and he's like, oh, man, they ran right through Lucy, and then he hugs Homelander. <sighs>
2: and, and Homelander's like,
1: like, what are you doing? And he's like, we're not friends. We're not alike. And everyone's like, you can just stay gone. I'm like, ouch. And then, and yeah. then when Mae visits him at the book signing, and he's like, so you don't think I'm a douchebag? She's like, no, you're a fucking terrible person. I hate you, but like... <laughs> We have common interests. She's like, I can help you get back on the seven. I'm like, Oh my God. It's so funny. She just says it out loud. She's like, you know, you're clearly just a piece of shit. I was like, wow. But you know, to watch maybe how the, the seven are going to be split. If you know, I just think it's inevitable that, that the boys get injected with compound V, but you know, I'm sure Vought's going to spin it. Like they're the bad guys. It's funny, like, that will be such a sweet, 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 sweet moment in this show if mm-hmm. if the boys get superpowers and can, you know, but they have a moral compass unlike, you know, unlike those who were born with power and come into it and enjoy their life and are not worried about people below. Again, yeah. kind of synonymous with what you said earlier about Maybe we shouldn't have people above 50 on Senate. Maybe we should end in eight-year terms in the way that they don't know what it's like for the people down below, and therefore the people down below are much more likely to do better for people. Again, Boyce hits it right on the nose with the political narrative and the narrative of like what's going on in today's society and as it relates to becoming incredibly woke Yeah, I think that's enough. Oh, yeah. I think I that's think enough so. for an episode. Thank you all for joining us for Excitement Incorporated. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. Yeah, I'll hold out for the videos. I'm a working adult. I'm trying the best that I can. I'm going to get a faster upload speed so I can upload them faster and uh, get them all together. And as soon as the podcasts are easy to upload in video form, well, that's when we start making special content. Need. The future, The future is bright. Unlike what so, okay. today's world looks like, I digress. Again, that's the end of the episode. We're done. That's it. Zip it a lip, Hit the record button. Hit the stop button, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian, Brian. Get your butt out of chip. <laughs>